Hello and welcome to the Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast. I am your host, Janessa A. Henderson. I'm so glad you decided to join us. Um, You probably thought that uh, we were missing in action, which we were like out here in these streets. That's why this episode is called Life Be Lifing. And I have English degrees and everything, but that was needed to be said incorrectly. The B needed to be there because... That's what, you know, has been happening, like, and I'm not going to say, like, when people say that, it's not like it's bad, it's a bad thing. For me, it actually was a good thing, but I had to know, okay, what to calm down on. So let's, let's get into it. So the last time that we had a podcast... Um, we were talking about who's in control, right? And it's like so infinite. God just, you know, we were talking about who's really in control and how uh, we have to relinquish the control over our lives, right? And after that episode dropped, the Lord was like, I'm going to control you, control it. If you feel like I've, it was fully surrendered to him. So it's like now... You need to, (laughs) it's like now I have to um, just fully surrender it. Like, I was like, okay, I'm giving it to you, God. And so it was like, okay, following him. My steps are already ordered. He's in control. So that's basically what... I was out here doing, you know, just and out and now I'm still doing. And, you know, it's been good, but I miss talking to you guys um, and everything. But let's get into it. So back around that time when episode eight dropped about who's in control, then um, school started. So I had already started in service and everything with school school started and of course um in seasons past teaching uh being a doctoral student being a mommy and everything wasn't um an issue as far as juggling you know as far as balancing them but in this first i guess month or so uh god wanted me to focus on those things um i was still um doing things behind the scene for Collect Your Life still, you know, working with Collect Your Life still, all those things. But the podcast, he was like, hold, 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 hold yourself just a second. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to just keep trusting you. And I'm going to keep posting on my pages so people know that we still here. Like, this ain't gone. I even made a reel so people knew, like, look, you know, we still here, okay? Just keep keep waiting. Why are you waiting? Go back and listen to, you know, past episodes. So, um, I know, I wouldn't say I believe, I know God had me to be more intentional about this school year. Um, just because I really didn't know if I was going to be teaching this year. Uh, just being honest. Um, I thought I was going to be promoted to another position, um, went through all the 
the hoops and everything. And this is why the the who's in control. Um, God gave me that episode because I really was like, okay, you're in control, God. I give it to you. Like, you know, um, I really thought I was going to be out the classroom with this interview. I went through like the whole hoops and did all the work and everything and just didn't get the job, which it wasn't for me. So I had to come to mind with that. Okay. It wasn't for me. So just, you know, keep moving on. And so in that, in the loss of that, even though it was understood, like, I, <clears throat> I'm sorry, my, my throat don't want me to be great. Even in the loss of that, of something that wasn't for me, I was okay. But still, I was like, I had to get my mind together. God had to shift me to a place. Okay, you are going to be teaching. This is where I want you. Because so many people are like, well, maybe, maybe this or maybe that. And I'm like, I had to clear the people from the view of what they thought. And I had to understand by spending time with God, um, prayer, fasting, and really in his presence to understand why he had me continue um, in my position. So like, I wasn't upset or anything. I just wanted to understand, okay, God, you brought that to me to see how it would be. Like, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, because I talk to God, you know, like I'm talking to, <clears throat> like, I'm talking to you guys. Like, I'm like, okay, God, now what, what did I do? Like, what, what did I need to do? But yeah, so in that season, God, in that, in that time after the last episode, God was like, I'm, I want you to be more intentional about this, 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 and this. Not, it wasn't even just teaching. It was just different things in my life about being a mom, about making sure, um, Carrie's good for school. Cause my baby started pre-K. See, this is a lot has happened y'all. So we started school. Okay. This is my 11th year of teaching, you know, and I'm started, I'm in a new classroom. Like I painted because we had to move. Uh, the classroom I've been in for seven years. We had our department moved to another wing. And um, so our departments are all on the same hall. And so I painted because the room before was a little raggedy, okay? I'm just saying. And if you uh, follow my Instagram, uh, underscore Collector Life Incorporated, you will see, you know, what it was before. I put it on there. So go go look at it. Um, but it was a little raggedy, y'all. Like, it was, you know, not saying the teacher before did it. It was just years of wear and tear. And, you know, um, people don't really paint teachers' classrooms. So you really have to just do it and ask for permission after, you know? And that's what my principal told me. So I was like, well, look, if the principal told us, don't ask and just do, then I'm going to do it, okay? <clears throat> so, um, like, a number of us painted our rooms or whatever, and I love my room color. 
And I didn't know what color I wanted, but I was like, I want something bright because I researched uh, colors and I know people are like, oh, that's bright. And it is, it's a bright, like highlighter green um, and it's lime. But the thing is that particular color helps students in a calming, it helps them feel welcomed. Like I've researched the color and I was like, yeah, this is it. And I prayed on it too. You know, I don't go, I like in this life I've learned, listen, I got to pray about everything. Like not, <laughs> I was about to say almost everything. I got to pray about everything. Like if I should eat this, like this the type of life, um, that's, that's where I'm at in my life, okay? And that's where I feel like God wants us all to be like, listen, I'm not making a move without you, God. Like, what you want me to eat today? Because it's just going to tear my stomach up. Because you know, God. You know, like, because, and I'm being so for real because I've actually had to do that in, in latter weeks. Like, okay, Lord, should I lay off of, of uh, meat? this week and just be a meatless week or like what do you want me to do you know how do you want me to do it but anyway back to life so I painted my classroom so it's all new it's all fresh it's like yeah and it was my first time painting so it may not be up to par it may not be all that or whatever but it's my it's something I did I feel accomplished you know when I look at it so um I'm starting and I'm like ready for the school year. And then my baby starts to like my baby is actually in an elementary school. Like she's three, but she's starting pre-K. And um, if you know from like our first episode of this season, uh, my baby has slight developmental delays. Um, that are improving and that I believe she won't have for long. But because of those delays, she's able to go to pre-K early um, in a special education class. Um, and my baby loves school. Like, so when I pick her up from school, when I was picking her up from the school, because now she has before and after care, they picked her up. Um, she just doesn't want to go home. Like, she wants to go back in the class and she wants to go back in the school. So that makes my heart glad that she loves school. And I knew that she did because she was going to daycare. Like, it wasn't like she just was at the house. Like, she was always going to daycare um, ever since um, about 18 months um, around that time, I would say, or before, maybe 15 months. It was, it was sometime. Um, so, yeah. But um, I'm just happy. And I found her, so I had to find her some new therapists. And, you know, just a lot, just making sure she's good. Um, um, the only reason, I wouldn't say I fired her other therapist. Um, they just kind of dwindled away. Um, that's not a bad thing. That's not anything negative about them. But um, when I reached out, they didn't reach back. And the way my life is set up, like... I feel like because I was telling, okay, so real short, 
So basically, my child has uh, three different therapists, uh, speech, occupational, and physical. So basically, during a time period, we weren't going to therapy because we were waiting on a particular program to start for her. So it would be more feasible with the therapies and everything because I'm a single mother out here doing it all. Okay, let's keep that there. All right. So um, that being said, um, they knew that I was on pause, but they were like saying, okay, we're still going to check in. But they didn't. But I know life could have been consuming to them. So that's why I was like, okay, well, let me just get another therapist, um, find another therapist. So like during the course of this month, I'm like, okay, I don't know where to go. I don't know even know where to look. And it was like, I was going through my insurance company and then my child had to have another, um, bear and swallow test. So basically this type of test is where she has to drink liquids to see if the liquid goes down to her lungs to see if she'll aspirate. Now, when she first had this test, um, she was, it did, she did aspirate. Okay. Now this was February, 2021. Okay. So come back to August, 2022. She has to test again. Now she has the thin liquids. She doesn't aspirate. So there is improvement in my child. So that almost made me shout around the room. Cause like I'm looking, I remember, um, the x-ray or whatever, when um, <clears throat> my child, basically the first time when she had it and they gave her the thin liquid and how it was like a whole bunch of liquid and it was going into her, it was about to go into her lung, like traveling that direction. Now, in August of 2022, happy my right okay make sure i say the right year um there was like a thin like like a pencil thin line it didn't go to her lungs but she wasn't aspirating it was like what they called the doctor i mean the the speech pathologist told me what it what it's called but of course i'm not a science person and i forgot what she said but it wasn't aspiration so that made me so joyful that so of course she has to continue her thick and liquids but that makes me joyful and that gives me that already shows me my child's making improvement. Then my child is graduating to different cups. Like she was on a, a regular like soft tip sippy cup. She can do harder cups. She can do straws. She tries to drink my drinks out of a straw. Okay. Now, before when I tried to give her a straw, she didn't know how to suck the straw. So it was because she was needing like, okay, with kids who are slightly delayed you know they need that type of therapy and so um I don't think we got to that that like we we didn't get to feeding therapy in the speech um but see this is the blessing the Lord would allow you to wait um I was like I really need to get her in therapy but it was just so much going on I couldn't look up a list you know it was just so much so I asked the lady when we were there, um, I said, do you know any good, you know, therapist? And she gave me a name and I called like the first number. And I was like, do you have, and she said, they have feeding therapy. Because she said, even though Carrie eats well, like Carrie doesn't need a tube. Carrie doesn't need, you know, Carrie doesn't need 
anything when it comes to eating, okay? Just maybe uh, occupational, making sure she doesn't overstuff her mouth. Like eating, you know, and making sure she's done, then getting it. That's, you know, that's what she needs. And we, I was trying to get her, you know, working with a straw. Um, and I was like, okay, you're not ready for the straw. And then one day she dragged to grab my drink and I said, you drink no water. And she just did it on her own. Like, it was so amazing. I almost cried. I probably did cry. Because if you know, you know. If you're a mother out there and your child has slight development to the legs and they were making improvement, like, you looking like, God, I know you be God. Because he do. Because the prayers haven't gone unanswered. Like, the Lord be out here looking out for your child. So just keep trusting and believing God. So she gave me the number and this lady was like, I was like, well, I really need her in all these therapies, like speech, physical, and occupational. She was like, oh, we offer that. I said, look at God. So now I have a place. I found a place where she can go and I don't have to worry about it. So that happened. I was dealing with care, you know, being a mom out here, you know, trying to find her before and after care. It was just a lot in the month of August. Okay. And then just personally dealing with um, things that I had assignments. Um, I'm a minister of movement and um, I was invited to this uh, awesome gathering here in the city of Memphis. And that was a shift, a blessing. It was just awesome. Um, so many things uh, broke in my life, broke off of me. Uh, just deliverance, just a great opportunity um, to be amongst like-minded people and the presence of the Lord was thick in the place. Um, but it was so awesome. So that happened, and then I was like doing that, and then I'm also while I'm doing this, I'm still in class. So I'm in my last class before my dissertation. My dissertation class starts October sixteenth, thirteenth, something one one of them days. Okay, so I'm getting close to this end, and I'm just you know life and I'm just like Lord the Lord is giving me okay you need to do this at this time you need to do this this time and like so that's why this month was this month off from the podcast was important because things were happening at a fast pace it's like okay you gotta do this you gotta do that you gotta do that so let's get your schedule like the Lord literally and I'm not trying to be funny, but the Lord was collecting my life during this month saying, okay, you got this going on, do that at that time. You got do that, do that. Like literally guiding me in every aspect of my life because it can be a lot. And then sometimes you just need to sit down and just be in silence and just have your mind just just breathe because you could be overstimulated as a mom even you could be overstimulated then you add on the other things if you have a job um you add on you know all of life's things you know it can be a lot so
So then, also in the month of August, um, we have the one-year anniversary of my dad's death. So, y'all, like, August was a great month. It was a great month. It was a, a month of revelation for me. It was a month of shifting for me. Um, of course, I was sad because I'm like, oh, I miss my dad. Um, I don't think that's ever going to go away. Um, and I think it's okay to miss. But my thing is, I'm so joyful that my dad is not suffering. I'm so joyful that he's seated at the feet of the Father. I'm so joyful that he's praising. I know he's shouting up there in heaven. So, like... My grief, like, there, there's not, I have hope, you know, I have hope that I'll see him again. I'm, 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 I'm getting my life together, collecting my own life so that I could see him one day. Um, but my ultimate goal is to meet Jesus because I believe that's where my dad, my dad lived. He suffered. He went through all that so he can get that crown and that robe. And so he can see Jesus. And so, and that's what my dad taught me growing up. My mom and my dad taught me growing up. So when I think about death, like when I was younger, <clears throat> maybe like in my teens, death did scare me. Um, because it was just like, okay, people dying and they they gotta live in this. You know, I was just thinking, you know, and I was, I was saved. It was like in them early years, you were a baby saint. I didn't know. And so then when I've become like, keep going deeper in my relationship with Christ and just getting stronger and everything, I'm like, wait, we want to be, we want to be in heaven. Like, this is, heaven is the place that we're trying to get to, you know? And, like, so make sure you're doing everything that you're supposed to do. Make sure that you're not just doing it in vain. You're not just praying or preaching or singing or dancing in vain, just doing it, just repetition, just doing it just because. No, you got to make sure that your fruit is matching Where's the fruit? Did, did you, what what did you do? Like, you know, you got to make sure it's aligning. Um, so, yeah, I was like, I came with a, a new perspective. Like, of course, I miss my daddy. And I want to talk to him. I want to tell him, daddy, look, this is what happened. You know, this this happened. Your, your granddaughter started school. He would be so happy. And, you know, just X, Y, and Z. Of course, I want to talk to him. Of course, I'm going to miss him. And I will always miss him. That's my daddy. I was a daddy's girl. True daddy's girl. But in some ways, I have to think, my dad prepared us for this time. And my heavenly father definitely prepare me like I don't know how God did it 
I don't even know when he did it, to be honest. But it was like God was preparing me for this time without my dad. And also, the Lord allowed me to do grief counseling and grief therapy, which helped me so much. Um, so if you're grieving out there, I definitely suggest a grief counselor, a grief therapist who's aligned with your beliefs. Um, mine was Christian based. She was a minister and it was a blessing to my life. Um, even if you just grieving. So with me, I wasn't just grieving uh, my dad, I was grieving other people who had passed before who had never like really, really dealt with and didn't know I didn't deal with. And it was really good. And also, you know, grief doesn't just come from death. You know, grief comes from just the life you thought you were going to live or, you know, you could be, if you're like me, a divorcee, and you maybe grieved a marriage, even though you don't want to go back to that marriage. You just grieve like, dang, I thought life would be better or somebody would get their life together or whoever would get their, or whatever the case, you know, not pointing fingers, but just saying like, I, I thought my life wouldn't be like this, you know, but it's okay to grieve it. It's okay because you got to grieve it so you can heal. Like, and so when I approached the 31st, I had already told my students, I said, look, this day, we're going to be, it's going to be a chill day. This is one year anniversary of my dad's, you know, death, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I had a pretty good day. Like, I didn't have no issues or anything. And it was just so good. Um, But life was, life was good in August, I'll say that, but it was definitely overwhelming. And it was moments of slight frustration where I would have to go in prayer and like, Lord, I need you now to please come help me, God. Um, and I'm just like, God, I need your comfort. I need your peace. I need this um, because life was hitting me hard um, just with everyday things like just the weight of being a teacher and the weight of being a mom, um, just having to deal with, still deal with Collect Your Life, even though I wasn't doing the podcast, still having the business side of Collect Your Life with the online store, the tutoring, all that stuff, and just dealing with my own mental issues, emotional issues, um, Dealing with dating, because, like, <laughs> dating is ghetto, okay? So, like, just dealing with things and even and then even still, after dealing with my own life, people coming to me to intercede for them. Like, I'm interceding for them, you know? So, August was overwhelming, but it was good. And I say it was good because I got the revelation that I needed. I got the peace that I needed. I got the joy that I needed. I was able to balance even the more because 
God was like, nope, you can't do that. You can only do what you can do. So, like, when life comes at you, it's okay to take a break from one of those things. Like, you might have a million things going on like me. And I'll, I say this all the time, and I forgot to say it in the beginning, but remember that the Collect Your Life podcast is no way a life coaching session. This is in no way a therapy session. This is in no way um, any type of session that... Um, that you can say, oh, well, I listened to the Collector Life Report. I'm not saying that. This is, again, me speaking my own experiences, hoping to help someone out in these streets, okay? But I want you to seek therapy. I want you to seek uh, prayer. I want you to seek outside elements. I'm not saying because I had to, okay? So even my therapist hadn't talked to me. I hadn't even talked to my therapist. And I was like, ooh, I need to talk to you. Because I just hadn't, like, I hadn't talked to my therapist, I think, since June. No, July. And so, like, a lot happened in July at the end. Um, a lot of foolishness. It was like some distractions. I had distractions in my life. And God had to remove the counterfeits. And then in August, I had to remove some counterfeits. So, like, um, yeah. So in, in life, if you become overwhelmed, don't hesitate to reach out for help. Don't hesitate to let some things go. You may be like, dang, I need to get back to that. I need to get back to that. But in this particular season for me, it was to, and it's still to, let God in control. Like, the Lord was like, yeah, you need to record an episode. All right, God, let me get on, let me get on here and record. Like, it was, it's like, when you speak out of your mouth and you say, God, I want this out of life. If that's aligned in your will, or I want your will for my life. I surrender my thoughts and my desires. When you truly, like in episode eight, when you truly let God in control, oh, he going to take control. And that's what he did for me in the month of August. And I loved every minute of it. The frustration, the everything, because I was allowed to feel it and get into it and understand, well, why, God, did I do that? Why did I do that? Not me, not not anything happened to me. What why why didn't I do that? You know, you know, so like if life overwhelms you or life be life and you have a lot of things just boggling you down, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to give it to God. Like the thing for me was, I think in the beginning of August, I was still trying to somewhat control like, okay, well, I'm going to do a podcast this day and I'm going to do a podcast this day. And God was like, nope, slap me in the back of my neck. Like the Lord really be slapping me. And I had to take it and get my life together. 
So if life becomes overwhelming, know that you have joy, you have love, you have peace just all around you. And that's all in God. I promise you, there's nothing like divine peace. There's nothing like his love. Like God cares about every detail. When I say, yeah, I was praying about something so small to other people. They were like, you praying about that? And I was, yeah, it's important to me. The next day, God delivered. I was like, God, I ain't even. He said, I care about. This is what God told me. I care about every detail and concern you have. So when life becomes a lot, like it did for me, give it to him and he has you. No need to worry. No need to stress. No need to fuss and fight. God has you in his arms. He'll wrap you in his arms. You just sit in his presence. And God already took care of everything. So, again, seek help if life becomes overwhelming like it did for me. And make sure you just walk with God. Your steps are ordered with him. So just walk, walk it out. Just keep walking it out because that's all you can do so i hope that this helped someone and i hope you were blessed see you next time